Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Dan and the Creators. Today, my special guest is my buddy Chris Martignago. He's the director of A&R and research at Atlantic Records, and he also is an artist manager, and he also somehow has time to be here. So anyways, welcome. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be here, man. Yeah, man. So glad to finally have you on here. It's it's only natural seeing as we uh, we get to chat, and when we chat, we never stop chatting, and we're like, oh, crap, I got to go do something. So it's great. I'm so pumped you're here. Dude, for real, I'm super stoked. Um, so we were actually uh, talking about, before we hopped on here, we were talking about video games a little bit in the video game community and how funny it is, or cool it is, I guess, the the way to even be, were you talking about like this time now because of the corona thing or just the industry, this this time in actual time that people who do music a lot of us like video games um i mean <laughs> i'm sure there's like a big cross section of that too um the people like i just naturally like growing up with video games was a big fan of it and then i had a lot of friends who were into video games so like my like little like group of people like um were super into it but like i also know a bunch of people in the industry that are like super into sports and i'll never understand that just because i feel like there's only like so much capacity in your brain for information and yeah. like to me like all, the fact that people can like know all these players and all their stats and like have all this like information in their heads is like mind-boggling to me but i guess the same could be said <laughs> about like the like non-canonical nature of final fantasy and all the recurring themes and then that's just like <laughs> that's just one game you know totally yeah i mean i don't know uh it i i guess yeah i guess it is a community right because like sports people and usually i feel like the low-hanging fruit of saying something like sports people is like people who like football and not like people who like football but people who like football you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they they seem to know things about yeah like stats of each person i'm like how is that possible but i'll remember like Oh no, if you go in this, if you turn here, you'll find this secret Easter egg that I spent hours looking for, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, def I definitely liken it to, to stuff like that. <laughs> so it's just the, the, like, the, the nature of, like, knowing where, like, just knowing that, like, extra information is just, like, I, I, is, I feel like if you, anything whether it's sports games music or whatever i guess you're just going to retain that like extra tidbit of uh yeah, totally. information in general totally one of the things i really like about like gaming right now though is like i really do find myself uh making pals with people that i would would have never ever run into especially now a lot more people seem to be on like at night or whatever so when my kids are asleep i'll hop on play call of duty or something and then i'm just meeting pals like people who are work with this guy or that guy all somehow in music or the the arts or creative world or whatever but everyone is it's just like it's a really fun community even in that regard you know yeah and it's like <clears throat> i mean i guess people are going to be on even more than usual at night just with like 
the amount of people whose like sleep schedules are all like messed up right now because they're not you know getting like running around exercising like their brains working at night and it's you know i i just think it's cool to be able to have video games there for for you to be able to like exercise your brain a bit and um mm-hmm. i do i do find it as like exercise but it can also turn into an unhealthy thing just like with anything else but um like you said it's like you're meeting and making friends with people and like faraway places and that's definitely something that's not new to the gaming community but if people are like new to gaming in an environment where you're sort of having to be isolated i think it's like a welcome reprise you know oh true yeah i I hadn't even considered it being new (laughs) to someone but yeah you're right jeez yeah i had a friend who just was like should i buy an xbox or playstation and like or a switch or and it's like it's just so it's so funny because it's like a foreign concept to me that like video games have always been a part of my life that yeah somebody going through that first journey of like deciding on a system i don't know it's weird it's like it's like they're like picking and then pokemon red (laughs) or blue Dude, okay, what was it? Charizard? Squirtle? Uh, yeah, my mine was Charmander for sure. I... Charmander. What, what was, what was so yours? Uh, I, th- I think I chose Charmander too. I can't remember. I mean, it was all about trying to find Pikachu anyways. I don't know why they put him <laughs> on the artwork, those bastards. Uh, but... <laughs> but what was it? There was Charizard, Squirtle. Oh, uh, and there was, Bul- there was Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, oh, dude. <laughs> I still, I still can remember a good original, uh, 151. I guess technically Pokemon. Oh what? Oh yeah, dude. There was there was a song. I mean, how can uh, you? Oh it? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I <clears throat> I forgot about the song, but I do remember just like every day after school, like getting off the bus and like running down the hill to go watch uh pokemon i remember because there was also the like on one of those i learned what like getting the wind knocked out of your out of you like felt like oh oh yeah do you remember that feeling when you first like it first happens to you you're just like (laughs) you're like dying (laughs) yeah you're like very confused like you up until that moment you were pretty invincible and then you're like what's happening (laughs) what how did you did you fall or something yeah i mean you're running down a hill you're like you know tiny kid and then you hit a like nothing in the world matters to you not even that little stick or rock that's going to trip you up and (laughs) other than going and seeing pokemon on the tv but anyways (laughs) this is turning into a pokemon podcast dude i love it actually the first time i got the wind knocked out of me uh, I got kicked in the stomach by a girl. <laughs> was it? Was it? Um, was it for like the for like Taekwondo or what? If I tell you it was in martial arts, it's not nearly as funny. But unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I mean that's awesome. I I, uh, I hope you learned a very valuable lesson that day. Yeah, don't do martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you still do martial. Arts. Become a black belt. Yeah, man, jujitsu, bro. That's amazing. But it, apparently, right now, it's just solo jitsu at my house with no other friends. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I love at least you're 
color of your belt for the better i'm just like adding notches to my belt that's what i'm doing like for <laughs> like being able to like fit into my my own pants because of how much doritos i've been eating dude we should make a campaign called nachos for notches <laughs> you, <laughs> you just eat nachos to make your belt bigger <laughs> and then and then somehow there's a charitable function for it yeah <laughs> dude dude i'm all about it sign me up I've never felt so good about feeling so bad. <laughs> That's actually the slogan. <laughs> Dude, I'm on to something, bro. Oh, I really think you are. <laughs> I mean, at this point, right? Like, everyone's trying to reinvent what they're doing. Why is that? That actually could be a good idea. Who knows? <laughs> but. Dude, I'm not even going to front. I mostly wear stretchy waistbands these days. Oh, dude. Stretchy I didn't shorts. even know that they made jeans and all that stuff. With Like, I didn't realize that, like, waistbands could be stretchy besides, like, I thought only, like, basketball shorts or, like, uh, like Nike sweatpants could be, like, elastic. But when I learned that, like, jeans and, like, dress pants and stuff could have, like, that elastic thing, I was like, sign me up. I'm down. Dude, the future is now, bro. <laughs> Never again will I feel like complete crap about having eaten too much the day before. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that is like when I I remember growing up, I only had like one pair of dress pants, but they were like the nice dress pants, you know, like don't mess these up. This is the one pair of pants you have. And we would, I don't know, my, my dad was super into like looking good for church or whatever. <coughs> and I remember just being stuck in that same damn pair of pants for so many things and just being like way fatter or bigger than I was the last time I wore them or something. And it was always just like so uncomfortable. You're just like, okay, how long can I be in these pants with my stomach sucked? In? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stretchy pants would have been sick. <laughs> oh, dude. I love it. I wonder who invented that. I got to thank them like with a letter or something. I have time to write a letter. Dude, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Tons of time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man. So, um, what's going to call it? I don't know. I'm still kind of thinking about video games. What are you playing right now? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> I've been um, playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I was, like, never, like, an OG fan of it. Um, but the idea was super compelling to me, and I'm just, like, it really, like satiates my like ocd nature of just like you know get some wood get some leaves get this get that like build craft this item and like there's really no end goal at all other than like well i guess technically there's like a story which is just you're trying to help this like raccoon raccoon tycoon overlord like basically get a bunch of other animals to move to the island you're the only human and then once enough people move to the island some musician will come and perform a concert but not until there's enough people there um and then once <laughs> once the once the concert happens like that's the that's technically the end of the game but <clears throat> then you can start like terraforming and doing like all this stuff and you can have like up to eight people on like one like one switch at a time like playing on the same island and even like living on the same island it's really cool it's really cool um so my my wife and i she she has a house i have a house um 
we collect all kinds of fruit trees and uh and yeah i've been playing that I've been, and then conversely i've been playing call of duty and then friday i'm going to be um <clears throat> playing final fantasy 7 because i'd never got to play it and the remaster comes out oh dude i've i've been seeing ads for that i've i remember seeing that in my peripheral as a kid but i never had a console when i was younger so i didn't play it either you have to let me know yeah i never i like everybody says it's like one of the best ones and then so i'm kind of excited that i held out this long for the the remaster yeah the remaster is going to be sick i mean with like the killer graphics and everything yeah yeah well and i mean i guess it's more than even just a remaster it's like a remake so it's um i'm excited so that's that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, work gave Killer. us off <clears throat> Friday and Monday because people have just been like overworking themselves. Um, oh, wow. <clears throat> just because, I mean, like there's literally no like work life separation because a lot of people are learning that because they're having to like go, you know, they usually go to an office or go to like a physical space and you take kind of for granted that, um, and don't get me wrong, like I, we're all grateful that we even have our jobs in the current state of everything. But like, you right. know, problems, no matter how big or small, are still problems and challenges for people. And the big one is just like that that self care and that routine of like you know people are starting like right when they wake up at like seven a.m. and they're not stopping nine ten o'clock at night and then you know you work with a team of people that if you're on the west coast and you're not getting done until nine that means you're making somebody on the east coast not be done until midnight and it's just it's not healthy so you know yeah, so for, so i'm stoked that like work gave us a couple days off to like really like force people into like yeah you're in quarantine but you still gotta take time for yourself um i'm going to take all that time for myself to play final fantasy seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude. Like, and, and okay. So, I mean, a couple days to rest is great and all, but are they doing anything else like moving, not to put your company on blast <laughs> or anything, but do you know if they're doing any, like, is there any sort of, cause that man, I forget about that. Like the West coast, for us, it's two hours, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, the west to east is a three-hour difference, which I would have never thought about. Yeah, if you're like a boss and you're doing something, and it's no disrespect. I'm up. I'm home, right? You're home, too. But it's 9 o'clock, so it's midnight there. Like, some poor fuck has to work till, till the next morning. Yeah. That sucks. So, <clears throat> and I think everybody's learning. And no, the company's doing a good job of, like, encouraging people, like, Julie, um, and Craig, I mean, Julie's been sending out like a note like every week, just like checking in with people, like letting. You know, I love that human about the whole thing. Like, um, yeah, she's like so learning cool. some baking stuff, but at the same time, it's like you know she's having to run an entire like, you know, company like a, a record label, like, and all not only you know, checking on the A and R department, but every department in the company, hundreds of people, you know. So it's like. Yeah, <clears throat> just making you know the fact that they care and that they like pushed you know like you don't have to like like the, you, you know every company has different policies but um it's just like 
it's been really cool to see how they've sort of handled all of this because it's it's definitely hitting the company hard, but they're doing everything they can to keep uh, the employees and um, affiliates like happy in during all of this and feeling like you know when everything dangerous and scary and unknown that there's at least that sense of stability so that we can you know make sure that <clears throat> this art and the people who make that art all the creators are able to keep doing that so that you know people in times like this have that music to go to whether they're angry they're sad they're stoked they're or whatever feeling they have that they have some kind of soundtrack for it it's like you know yeah that's where you realize like the the, that music is is important not as important as like you know physical and mental health but i think that music can still attribute or like help or you know even sometimes be detrimental or whatever it has an effect on all those things so um i don't know man I, f- really I feel very, I feel very lucky, and I know that a lot of the people I work with feel super lucky too. So, yeah, I mean that's so cool, though. I mean, even like, well, they say leadership flows from the top down, right? And I've been a part of companies where there wasn't healthy leadership, and so sometimes you learn right the way not to do things. But this is cool, where it's even like, hey, I'm learning to bake. Like the boss is is showing you that she's spending time bettering herself with her family, you know, whatever. Like that's, that's, that's special, really special. And especially like what you're saying, I mean, you're right. Music does make an impact and it is so powerful that you guys are still like going for it. And you're right. I mean, you're fortunate to have your job. Not everyone's in that position, but hopefully really hopefully music can be that special thing that really does still keep us engaged. Right. I mean, there's always like music connects with people in so many different ways, arguably the closest to the soul, right. If not the soul, wherever you're at on that. And like uh, so many people can connect with a song on that level and not even know each other, but have something in common because of that. It's really special that you guys are like, it's not something to take lightly that a company that facilitates the creation of music is like onward and upward, you know, it's great. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And I, I appreciate you saying that. And it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. Again, I, I feel like it keeps coming back to just like, I feel like we're fortunate to do what we do. And like the people who are sort of like, you know, it's been really hard to see friends and like artists and people and, you know, that are the, the ones who are like so close to, I feel like the hardest part of all this has been seeing, um, you know, some of them have to struggle and to be able to see the community, whether it was music cares or any number of organizations that have been stepping up to really like help support people. in, in times like this has been, you know, super, super great. And um, I feel like it's most interesting and, I'm not even going to make it a political thing, but I, I, I'm liking that we're we're seeing a lot of examples of leadership in other places than maybe some of the places where you would expect, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's interesting time. I mean, it, and I, 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 I realize the risk of sounding um, trite by saying interesting when it, so many people are like suffering and hurting and stuff. But it is just really, really, really weird. 
yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, like how else to articulate or per- pontificate further on that. But I mean, juxtaposed to weird gratitude. And I sure am grateful. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, man. We get, you know, you and I are getting to do this and it's, it's, it's considered work for us, you know? Totally. Yeah, totally. Oh goodness. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you segue from that. No, I, 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 I don't know either. Other than it's just like, I mean, I, I know that like we're, I'm a guest on your show, but I'm going to ask you a question because yeah. I don't think we got to, to talk about this, but I think it's something that affects both of us is like, what is your, or how has your creative process had to change through all this or, or has it had to, I I'm assuming it had to just be by the nature of the world, but like, uh, I'll keep the question short. How has your creative process changed? Yeah. So I, uh, that is a good question. Cause I feel like it's kind of ongoing. Um, in a lot of ways, life is the same because Nat and I both for the most part worked from home. Uh, and like most of my sessions that I do are here either with an artist or maybe a second and then, or by myself. So that's fine. Like making time, I need to make more time for the kids, which is really tough. Um, just because they're so bored. So it's like, I've had to work at night even more so than I ever have, like guaranteed every night during the week. I need to work at some point or else I'm screwed. Right. Uh, but then to your question of adjusting with like workflow, it's been really tricky. I've been using like, um, audio movers makes this plugin. I'm going to butcher the name of it. Um, because I can't remember it, but anyways, it's, uh, it basically allows you to in real time stream, the audio from your DAW. So like I send, I put it on like my master bus or whatever. And then I say, I would text you the link and it opens up in your browser and whatever you're monitoring. Like if you're listening on speakers or headphones or just your laptop, you hear my session, right? That's great. And it's cool. The only thing I run into is when I have an artist that I'm working with who doesn't have a recording setup. They like, I can't, I still can't figure out how to get them recorded without them coming here, you know? So it's been, um, it's been tricky, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I've been seeing so many different ways to be able to like kind of share what you're working on in the thing, but like, have like, what about like vocals and tracking vocals remotely? Cause I mean, I, I feel like, you know, you, I I feel like this is sort of like a moment for like a lot of people who weren't really hands-on or involved with the technical aspect of recording like you know whether it was singers or other instrumentalists that really just sort of like counted on someone like you who understands what the equipment is or what it does to translate it and to capture it in the way that they sort of like intend for the listener to hear it right um, whether you're an engineer or producer or some amalgamation of the boat of the two, which I feel like is very common now. Like, I feel like you have this whole new era of people who are having to learn, like the, the like learn engineering. 
Yeah. And yeah. so I guess, you know, specifically as somebody like, I, I really like m- m- the thing that I sort of listen to the most uh, for any song is like the voice. So like, what have you been using that same program for tracking vocals or like how, how is that process when all these people they don't have the same microphones every time that you have. They don't, you know, they don't have the same vocal chain that you have. Like how, like, is that even possible to like, sort of. I, I, I cannot wrap my head around a way to do that remotely other than them having their own setup to any iteration or using their iPhone. Like we could do a session and then like, they they sing with it or whatever. We're like, yeah, cool. And there's lag. I can deal with that. It's fine. I'm like, okay, we feel really good about this. I can send them a two track, and they can even play it on their laptop, put their headphones on, and sing into their phone. And I can pull that in as like a rough. That is a thing that can happen. But outside of them having a microphone and a preamp and an interface, I I can't wrap my head around how someone would get me a vocal stem. And that's like, that is kind of where I have one project right now. Actually, I have a few projects right now that are completely at standstills mainly because of that. So it's, it's really, that's, so that seems to be the kind of problem that I keep sort of hearing amongst a lot of creators is that like, there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of do remotely, but capturing vocals, you know, air quotes properly yeah. <clears throat> has been point of like, you know, it's, it's just been, it's just been interesting to me. And there's, there's a couple sessions coming up where I'm like, I, you know, I have the production and the record done, but now we need final vocals. Like how do, yeah. how do we do that? And, um, and you know, we're, we're going through it and learning what the different options are and whatnot, but it seems like people are figuring it out right now, you know? I mean, I'm not going to front. I'm like three clicks shy of like either renting equipment or like loading up my lunchbox, which uh, which I know you're familiar with. But if you if you're uh, if you're listening and you're not familiar with the term lunchbox, it's like um, it's like a power supply that's you can slide these modules into that allow you to record. Basically, uh, I'm I'm literally on the fence like. I think I can buy like a small interface <laughs> and my lunchbox and a microphone and drop it off at homegirl's house. Like, hey, this is on your front porch. Grab it. She goes out, gets it, and then walk her through setting up a recording setup, basically, like hella ghetto, and then just have her track it that way, you know? Like, do do five passes or six passes through the song, and then I'll do the comp when I get everything, you know? Like... I think that's like the resort I'm getting to at this point. Cause yeah, it's, it's like, it's not even, it's not even like the worst part too, Chris, honestly, is like you, you said it, the thing you hear the most and the thing you hear first is the vocal. So it's not even like quote air quotes sound good, but like feel good, you know? And that's, that's like that comes from special moments, you know, and like being in the room together, even if like you're someone's in a vocal booth and through the glass or what, you know, whatever. It's like being able to uh, have create that energy together where the artist feels safe and they're comfortable 
And then what the song needs is being facilitated and then say, Oh, that was it. Oh, beautiful. And then just run Like all of that is kind of, a lot of it's kind of gone, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> I guess that's kind of like the, as, as much of a pain as it can be to have to like go through all that stuff too. I feel like it's kind of a fun, it's a fun challenge at the same time. I feel like it really, it's, I think, ultimately you know the people who focus on being better and from like you know staying inside and doing the right thing will hopefully come out of the other side like that much better and more compassionate and more like empathetic and more Mm. understanding not only of other people and the issues that everybody's like up against but also like the like things that are as like minuscule as like this problem of tracking a vocal remotely which i'm sure will get solved in short order you know it's these kinds of things (laughs) whenever there's a need somebody finds a way to fill it you know uh the fact the fact that you know we live in it every day and we don't have like the most perfect like yeah this it's like even though there are definitely options out there it's clear that it's not as like um, it hasn't been as necessary in the past because you just kind of took for granted you could be in person with people all the time. But now making records in 2020, <clears throat> it's like, you know, you're going <clears> to, <throat> I have a whole EP from an artist that's going to come out from basically like other than like the demos that were done, everything else is getting done remotely via Zoom or some kind of phone call or FaceTime or whatever, like to, to get it done. And that's going to be what people hear is that's crazy. The, you know, not only the, the, the demo, but like what they did to change it into like a complete record for people to, to, to listen to. I mean, it's, it's so cool. Like in this, this comes up a lot too, but just like, there's no better time for this to happen you know, like, and I say that very cautiously, but like, if something as terrible as this does have to happen, at least we can react and move on in this way, like making music in this remote manner, you know, it is still possible. Yeah. Challenging, fun, sure. Like a a thing to sort out and figure out, like, absolutely. But it's, it's, it is possible though, which is wild, man. (laughs) Yeah. And is that, is that, kind of like sentiment you've been getting on like other like other sort of like podcast interviews with all these different like creators that you're talking to it's like are you sort of is there a common theme i definitely i would say um especially with like yeah with creators or like creatives or whatever i'm noticing adapt to be like the theme everyone is is in the boat of like your question really of just like, all right, cool. How do we move on to this next thing? How do we adjust to this new way of life? You know, like I did a write the other night with that, with that plug and everything. And it was just like, okay, both of us were just like, all right, this is weird and different, but cool. Let's just figure it out. You know? And I think everyone else that I talked to, is kind of in the same thing of just like, well, we're going to ride this out best we can. And we're going to figure out how to just kind of move on, you know? Totally. I feel, I feel, That's I a great feel question. That. No, of course. I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm always curious when, 
you, you know, cause you kind of, you talk to your own cliques of people and there, I'm sure there's people that overlap, like we've talked about in our friend groups, but there's totally different people that, you know, back to the video game things we were talking about before is like, I, I pretty much just assume a lot of my friends that I'm close to like, like video games, but there's always these like different perspectives and different ways of tackling challenges. And I'm always cur- curious, yeah. what is the commonality bet- between yeah. all of those people and like the common challenges that we all face regardless of your you um in the way that you do things so it's it's cool to know that the the sort of the motive is <clears throat> is adapt and i think a lot of people are like their their schedules like we talked about work-life balance or um yeah you know or just it, the your balance of like learning versus doing and, you know, when people feel this pressure of like, oh, man, I've got to be on live, I've got to record, I've got to have a podcast, I've got to do this. And like, there's a lot of pressure to create. But I think, like, you take for granted that when you go out into the world, you're kind of like pouring into yourself and like, you're pouring mm-hmm. into the well so you can like, take water out of it at a later date. And, yeah. Um you know, not being able to go out and experience those things. I think you're going to have to, we, people are finding new ways of pouring into themselves. And I, and that's probably the the most important thing because how are you going to help anybody or make anything if you can't figure out a way to repair your own energy and your own like life source, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, like inversely, I would, I'd love to know, like, how are you doing that? Like, how, how do you find yourself? Cause I mean, you are just so easy to talk to. I feel like you're like conversation King, you know, Lord of all <laughs> combos, like a lot. And a lot of what you do involves connecting and talking and how, how, how are you kind of adjusting? Man, it's, it's the same as it's always been. It's just, a, I, I, it's just listening, you know, and I think just knowing and, and, and being understanding to the, like, you know, cause I think that the, the, the thing is the same as it's always been with the, at least on the, the record label side and management side is it's like, okay, well you've got to create. And then you ask yourself, well, why and what are you creating? And then, you know, once you answer that question, you're like, how are we going to do that? And, these answers are different. And so, you know, I feel like some people, like we talked about, feel that pressure of like, I just got to make stuff and put stuff out or like do some kind of charitable thing because everybody else is doing it. And when the reality is like, like what we talked about, you got to go and pour into yourself. So at least the process for me is just like reminding not only the artists and the writers and producers that it's okay to take the time and to like focus on themselves and, um, to create in a healthy way, but also like working with your team to have them understand that too. And that, like, mm. you know, <clears throat> maybe the way that we released things before just doesn't work in the same environment. So maybe we need to spend a little bit more time thinking about how we're going to market this album that this artist has worked on for two years, you know, writing it for a year, producing, mixing, mastering the thing for a year, um, and it's like yeah. might do something more traditional and more like by the books or check mark where it's like you know handful of singles and the album and then the album is supported by the tour well there's no tour so how are you releasing things and then it's like because 
part of your job too is like as an A and R person beyond just like helping an artist be as effective as they can be in their process of creating their art, but also ensuring that they continue to trust you to that that art gets to the people that need to hear it. Not necessarily like, I don't think every artist is like, everyone's got to hear it. I think most artists are like, I just want the people who need, like, I think when you really cut to the bone of like what they're really asking, no matter what they say, it's like, they really want the people, they just want people who need to hear it to hear it. And when Mm. you have a lot of people at home and a lot of people releasing music, like, uh, I I would pull up an article and an actual like link to it, but there's like, it's like three times as much music coming out because it, it like people have the time right now. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of noise. And when you're working on one project and like, and it's basically even a, a drop than it was before in a bucket, it's like, how are you going to get people to, to pay attention? How are you going to get the people that need to hear this, to hear this when there's so much other stuff to listen to? So I think, I think, a, I think a yeah. lot of it is just like maintaining like a sense of normalcy. In, in all of it is sort of like mm-hmm. been my MO mm-hmm. and what I've been trying to do is just like every project, like, you know, yeah, we're not able to do it the way that we were doing it before, but we got to get creative. It's what we do best and come up with a way to uh, like adapt, like you said, and, hey, and encourage that behavior, not only amongst the artists, but the people, the, everybody on the team, you know, checking yeah. on people like, Hey, like, you know, it, it, it's okay if you, you know, wake up late and everything like that, but it's not okay to email everybody or like call people like expecting an immediate answer at 11 o'clock at night because, you know, people are already struggling to have work-life balance and you have a responsibility, not just like to yourself, but to your, your team to sort of emulate as a leader, like that good behavior of um like just a a schedule because i think it says more than just like these are work hours i think it says i value my well-being and your well-being more than i value the art that we create or the the work that we do which i i mean i don't know how much um important of a cause than that right now you know yeah Man, that's powerful. I mean, that's and that that is like, man, that's a challenging move. Like, because we can all kind of step into that. Like, and I'm I'm talking to myself. You know, like I was sending, I was working last night, assuming people wouldn't respond, but I was still sending emails or texts or whatever, one o'clock in the morning. You know, it's like, nah. I mean, that's I'm making a decision and arguably inconsiderate to the people that I've that I was contacting or whatever. I mean, digress here, neither here nor there, but in this, in the same way, it's like, yeah, you're right. I mean, a way of helping to make space for people to take care of themselves and to know that their, their mind and their body are important to take care of even just by not emailing at midnight or whatever. That's man. That's cool. And, um, What's I'm gonna call it? I, I I thought of something, but I was listening, so then I forgot the thing I thought of. <laughs> but um, what's I'm call it? How about you? Like, 
personally making uh, space for your well-being? Like, what have been some things that you you've been doing? Um, <clears throat> I think it's like maintaining some sense of like office hours where it's like where I wake up. I you know I, I actually like I get dressed like I'm going to the office and. Um, maybe not as like in detail as it's been before. Like I'm definitely letting my beard grow longer than I normally would, but, um, I'm, you know, I'm going in air quotes to the office and then I'm trying to, you know, this is the, like, especially with like talking with uh, my wife, Kristen, we'd be like, you know, what time are we going to be done with work today? And then we sort of call it at that time. And sometimes we go a little bit over just like with, you know, how work can be sometimes, but most of the time we try to just be as strict to that as possible and go do something else that isn't related to work, whether it's go for a walk, we have a new puppy, so we're um, training him and, <laughs> Congrats. and it's like, we're trying to like <clears throat> do, do things in that way and like do stuff like we were doing before the quarantine and try to maintain as much of a, um, like work life balance as possible. And it hasn't been easy, but the, those was like get dressed. Like I am going to work. Cause I am, um, cut, like be done with work when it's time to be done with work because I need to, um, make sure that yeah. we're, you know, eating as, <clears throat> as well as we can and checking in with family members and, um, doing phone calls, FaceTimes, like games over the phone. Like, um, I feel like we're, we're in a pretty good rhythm at the moment. You know, the, the hardest part honestly has been like, I, I've been brushing my teeth every night, but every, I'm forgetting sometimes in the morning to brush my teeth because <laughs> before, before yeah. it used to be like, okay, well time to go to a coffee meeting and you don't want to have like bad first meeting of the day, but like, like I, for example, I, and I'm mainly saying it out loud because I forgot to brush my teeth this morning, but I plan, it's going to be the first thing I do when, when we get done with this call. <laughs> Bro, you didn't want to have good breath for our yeah, so, so, hell, so, Sorry for anybody who can, who, who can smell it. Dude, I forget to brush my teeth. I forget to brush my teeth all the time now. <laughs> no, that, and that's, that's, right there with that's you. been something too. It's like identifying problem areas like for me i'm not working out as much as i should be so it's like you know just finding ways mm. to challenge yourself to do things that are healthy for you so i'm you know my, my goal yeah. this week is one tr try to do a better job at not forgetting to brush your teeth in the morning um and then, <laughs> yeah. and then two like yeah. you know do more to work out than just going for a walk so and and make time for that yeah. so like that. that's yeah those are the yeah i love it well dude we've been at this for a hot second and i know you have you actually have something you got to get to so i want to honor your time but man i feel like we could just keep talking forever till there's no more data <laughs> to save on a phone in a cloud somewhere anyways but uh man thank you so much for for making time in your schedule to do this i, I really appreciate dude, and the it. same the same to you i feel like um it's it it gives me like a nice reflect on not only like my own choices and the things that I'm doing, but also being able to to hear how you're um, going through it and how 
um, all the other people you're talking to are going through this and it's, it's just nice to know that you're, you're not alone, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, um, what's going to call it? Uh, okay. Before we go, we, we did discuss this. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to preface this. So I'm going to ask Chris to share socials, but you friends, (laughs) but that doesn't, that's not an invitation to send, your latest record or your whatever don't 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 be a jerk to my friend <laughs> doing that's kind of rude but anyways chris let us uh let us yeah, know just find you, man. on just about everything it's voices chris like v-o-i-c-e-s and then chris c-h-r-i-s yeah yeah boom there it is and uh dude i i'm gonna say this but more than anything, I think your Instagram feed needs to see some more of that. Pup. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure out a way to tell, like my mom knows about the dog when my sister and my dad don't know about it yet. So maybe by the time maybe by the time this episode comes out, they'll know. So you'll, and people will be getting plenty of the content of Obi. Dude, Obi, I love it. Dude, love you. Appreciate love you. Love you too, bro. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.